listening to Ray Ray's podcast, straight from Gem Studios. Yo, I gotta make a confession before we start recording this. <laughs> so we had been in the middle of an episode, and I didn't fucking press record. So now we're redoing it, <laughs> recording. It's your boy Ray, aka. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is like funny, but it's not funny at the same time. Because we've been sitting here fighting like 25, 30. Hey, but we can get better questions this time. <laughs> that was better questions. Oh my gosh, man. It's your boy, Ray. And uh, in the middle of a story, uh, almost a climax, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> we got Collie, like cauliflower up in here. Shabby sure. not being too shabby. The people's revolt. Man, I'm so sorry. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Oh, hey, no. I want you to finish your story though. I was getting, I was getting excited. We'll get there. We'll get there in about twenty minutes. <laughs> I was on a roll. <laughs> and I was on a roll too, man. And it was about. Oh my god, I was on a roll, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know I how did I not press record. I don't. I don't. I don't know what happened there. That's a, that's a first. Blame it on the. Uh, 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 I've been drinking. This is I've so compared to some episodes I've been. Like there was one episode I just went on a rant talking about fuckboys and just. Ooh. It was yeah. It was, <laughs> That's a fun episode. Yeah, no, it was like we had because uh, it was like right when quarantine started, and I was trying to be productive, so I was at the studio all day, and I was drinking all day. Watermelon. No, and so about the time we recorded the episode, probably like seven or eight o'clock at night. So the amount of liquor I've had probably from like one o'clock in the afternoon to about that time came out. <laughs> and I just went on a rant talk about not being a fuckboy and like don't confuse me with fuckboys it's, Whoa, yeah go listen to Life Camera Action right now really <laughs> hear me rant about fuckboys well we had a good conversation with the ladies before I didn't press record <laughs> Rock is mad right now because he was in the middle of a good ass story <laughs> and I was like good. I was like, I was like, you're gonna be mad at me right now. I don't know if we can recapture the magic. Hopefully, we can kind of recapture it. I want the recon. That's it's. Oof. All right, so we're gonna cut to commercial real quick. We'll come right back and get my shit together. Uh, it's Ray's Ray's podcast. In about like thirty seconds. All right. Hey, this is Ray. And Ray. And Amanda Ray. You know, we represent Ray Ray's podcast, uh, always from Gym Studios, but we'd like to take a moment to tell you about Davis Street Mercantile. Yeah, they're located right in the heart of Bishop Arts, just outside of downtown Dallas. But they have a real small time filled with an amazing staff. You can find anything from essential needs, home goods, novelties, balloon arrangements, and so much more. You should check out their Instagram page at Davis Street Mercantile and see all the amazing products and work that they do. Also, go visit their website, Davis Street mercantile.com and once you do you can tell them Ray and Ray and Amanda Ray for Ray Ray's podcast sit you their way alright we're back normally after we come back to commercial we go into this segment but we gotta try to capture some of this last magic let's go back to this story alright we're gonna go back to this story let's see if we can capture the essence of this story then we're gonna get back our schedule alright so no, we I, I, talked I'll, about. I'll, conjure, I'll be able to conjure it up later. Let's, let's keep let's keep the let's same keep format. All right. Let's so, keep the same format. Like I said, ladies, introduce yourselves again. Hello, everyone. I'm Kali, like cauliflower, and I'm shabby, like not too shabby. And they represent the people's revolt. You know what I'm saying? So happy to have them on the show. Uh, but we're gonna find out a little bit about them real quick. We got this segment. It's called. Slow down. I just wanna get to know you. 
slow down. We just want to get to know you. This is where we ask you some random questions off the top of the dome, and we're going to see what happens. Hopefully, it gets recorded this time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. So, we talked about your signs before. Well, let's uh, recap that, because no uh, one knows. Yes, that's, that's, <laughs> it, is pivotal, it is pivotal. It's pivotal, and we made a revelation about another sign oh, here, right? Oh, no. Still in denial. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, well, thank you for having us. I am a Scorpio. Don't say I'm toxic. Don't and say I'm, I'm toxic. I'm a Pisces little water baby. Apparently, I'm not water no more. <laughs> He has to have some water sign in his chart somewhere, though. You missed it, but... So what are the squiggy lines? I, I don't know shit about astrology, to be honest. It's just the... That's his just sign for his uh, zodiac, which is Aquarius, everyone. And he thought he was the ultimate water sign. So we were really confused because we were like, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. <laughs> that is a, <laughs> the I three water like, signs. Yeah. <laughs> shit, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about zodiac signs until Tyrese came out with that song... That Zodiac freak or whatever. I just like, <laughs> oh. all right, whatever. Bye. They're both Aquarius, though, yeah. right? Aquarius. Yeah, but we both are. I'm a yeah. February Aquarius. When's your birthday? On the 7th of mm-hmm. February. February Aquarius is very different from January Aquarius. Yeah. I see very that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm January 20th. Like, literally, I'm a day off from a Capricorn. Mm. Like, considering, like, some calendars, if you're born after, like, a certain date, you're actually a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. But I guess... I, hey, I, I, I'm a day away from being an Aries, but I will not claim that. It shows, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, do you feel like you're more grounded and he's more into emotions or what? I feel like I'm more emotional. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely feel like I'm more emotional because like, I am like, like, if I get mad, like, I'm like, hey, say bro. Like, it's, yeah, it's. That's the Capricorn cusp, I believe. But I think I get in my feelings. I think Aquarius mm-hmm. get in my feelings like Drake. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're emotional. We're very emotional, like, you know, like I said, I'm a, we talked about mind speaking and how I got me in trouble. Actually, I'm kind of glad that didn't get recorded. Like, oh. It's like, oh, so now you're telling everyone about it. That kind of actually worked out in my favor. Yeah. Unintentionally. Wait, so. do y'all know your, your rising and your moon or you just know your sun sign? I don't know anything you're talking about. Okay. All right, get us your birth times. We can get back with you on that. I'm like 11... 50 in the morning or some shit like that or something mm-hmm. like that I think I have to like look at the exact time but I know like mm-hmm. right there yeah which actually I'm kind of glad we, we had to redo this because I got, I got some good questions okay let's go I got some good questions I'll talk about mm-hmm. alright so do y'all believe in you know what's called the, the five love languages oh yes. absolutely yes what are y'all love languages mine is words of affirmation and quality time they're kind of tied for me mine are acts of services and quality time okay I think for me, uh, quality time, physical touch. Mm-hmm. But I give love based off of like gift giving. Me too. And quality time. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I express love. Like that's how I express feelings. But like buying, like I can just dating someone like for a shorter period of time, but to show you like, yo, I'm digging you. Like I'll buy you a fucking gift. Love mm-hmm. that. Some people may think that's like you know it's, that's too much. Like. To me, yeah, like it ain't nothing. It's just yeah. me showing my appreciation uh, for you. What do you? What do? You, what do you rock? What, what do you say? You're a, you're, you're a what's the name? Uh, little touch, uh, time, um, and words. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I know is because one time I was on a date and this girl made me take the, the test, <laughs> like on a date. No, so, on the date. On a date. Hey, yeah. She was elevated. <laughs> I love that. She's like, mm, am I going to like the way he shows me love? I don't yep. think so. No, <laughs> she was like, yeah, we're not going to work. And I was like, 
And then we come, yeah, we, we weren't working. You had three out of five, so she must just only like the other two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, I think with Aquarius, I think we're very touchy-feely people. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm very touchy. Intimately, yes. Intimately. I'm, like, mm-hmm. very, like, touchy-feely. Like, PDA goes out the window. Like, like, and I don't give a shit. Like, I don't give a care. I'll grump the hell out of you, like, in no, public. No, no, I can't do PDA. <laughs> but <laughs> some people can't even handle that. Unless, so I'm, unless I'm drunk on tequila. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got bad stories about that. There's new cool. rules when tequila's in the picture. There's, there's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> what did Kalani say? That Don Julio made me a fool for you. She made me a fool shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I love being stories. Kalani. I'm thinking about that too. Man, Kalani. I digress. <laughs> so have you ever heard of the five types of attraction? Uh, no. No. All right. So I was listening to this guy. His name is uh, Jay... Uh, I can't think of his name right now. I'll follow him on Instagram and I've watched a lot of his videos because, you know, he's always talking about like, you know, some people don't know how to be loved or how to give love and things of that nature or people take things from past relationships and severe relationships. But he was talking about what the five type of attractions are and what they are. They're physical, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual. They're the five ways you could be attracted to someone. So ladies, if someone you think was attracted to you out of those five attractions, what do you think would be, you know, the first thing they'd be attracted to? This sounds shady, but I think mine is physical. I think mine's emotional. But I think after that is financial for sure. 100%. I ain't saying, you know, go digger, but... Hey, no, 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 not like that, not like that. But <laughs> I just need you to hold your own because I'm going to hold my own. So yeah. we can't be... Facts. No, I get that. I get that. I get that. I got. A, I got. A, I got a spinoff question. Spinoff. All right. Do you believe that can the woman make more than the man? The man's making enough. Mm-hmm. Behold his own. But the woman's making a lot more. She's the breadwinner. Yeah. Do you have an issue with that? No. No. Well, then the people's revolt. I don't have an issue. I grew up with all the women in my family being like the breadwinner, more so like emotionally stable, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, And I grew up with parents from a country where women had no rights. So it was always instilled in me Thanks. that you can do it for yourself. You don't need Thanks. anyone to do it for you. Give her a round of applause. <laughs> hey, okay. Not too shabby, shabby. Okay. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Man, honestly... I kind of forgot the stuff we were talking about in the last episode already. It's I'm okay. not doing what's even better. It's a fresh episode now. It's a fresh episode, but I think we had some good stuff too. We, we were did. we, we did. were on a roll, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, it's like, do I tell you now? Or do I keep letting <laughs> uh, <me?"> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I tell you now. Keep telling the story. Like, hey, uh, cool thing is, <laughs> hour later, <laughs> one hour one later, hour later. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's. <laughs> I'm still laughing. Like, still I've it. never done that before. Like, <laughs> this is like 35 episodes in. This is the first time that's ever happened. Hey, because we revolt against the norm, right? <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm gonna blame it on that. I'm blaming it on y'all revolting. Y'all got that j- revolting juice all over me. <laughs> the presence of the revolt is taking over my body. Amen. Same man. Amen. All right. So we found out. 
about your signs, you know, we always talk about affirmations. You know, what, what, what's happening? What's popping with them affirmations? You got to believe in affirmations, right? Yes. Yep. We're a firm believer in affirmations, law of attraction, manifestation, all of that. All of mm-hmm. that. We do this weekly thing where at the beginning of our week, me and Shabby like to set our tone for what we're looking out for in the week, the kind of vibes we're attracting, all that. So we're a big, big believer in affirmations. Definitely, yeah. We like to set it based on what we're feeling and what we carry from the week before. So if there's a week where we felt like, we could have done better in our work. We tell each other we're worthy and we're going to put out great content in the week to come and we're just going to kill it, cross off our to-do list and really sets the tone when you do it on a Monday morning. Hey, man, I, I feel that. You got to start the week off right here. So, so I remember I had asked you about pet peeves, okay, professionally and personally. You know, what, are, what are some of the pet peeves we're going to dive into? I'm going to switch mine from what I said last time. Okay, okay. But because I really believe that the empathy thing, now that I think about it, is the biggest thing, Mm -hmm. because if you're like coming at us without taking a step back and like realizing how the message is going to be perceived, it's just a huge thing for us because we don't ever approach someone in a disrespectful way. Right. You know, everyone is dealing with things that you don't see outside of that. So we like to come respectfully, come kindly. And even if they come disrespectfully for us, we're still respectful. But it's like after time and time again, if you don't have that empathy or compassion as an entrepreneur or a person in general, you're not going to get very far. Yeah, and I think that goes hand in hand to what I said last time, which was respect. You know, um, Kali touched on it, but even when we're like furious or frustrated about the way someone came at us or the way a situation has unfolded, we always make sure to like balance each other out because usually we're different levels of angry or like one will be angry and one's like sad about it or one's just like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, So I think it's really great how we can balance each other out. And in that moment, like she said, throw them back with some respect and some empathy. Okay. So quick question. I didn't think about this before, but uh, did y'all meet at your prior job or were y'all friends outside of work first? It's funny because we met at our prior job, but we have really close friends. Like, I went to high school with her best friend's cousin and brother. And my brother. Yeah. Oh, no, no, my brother. No, you no, didn't, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. But we were in the same grade, so it's just small how, like, once we got together, we were like, oh, we have all these mutual friends and yeah. mutual connections. Yeah. It was meant to be. It was really weird. It was meant to be. Okay. And then you, you know, we touched on this before, you know, previously, but <laughs> tell us where the name The People's Revolt came from so people can know that yeah so we are all about revolting against the norm our little catchphrases are death to mediocrity death to mediocrity revolt against the norm um create no collaboration over competition and so we're all about kind of like uplifting others we felt like at our previous job it was extremely cutthroat and it was like always trying to step on each other to bring them down and we believe that there's room for everyone there's enough work to go around for everyone and in the industry we're in since we're storytelling like we can also uplift our clients we can all work together to kind of put dallas on the map and you know be the next creative hub so people aren't just like oh la new york like Mm -hmm. no dallas is right there too we have tons of creatives tons of talented people great small businesses and we believe that if we all actually work together instead of isolating each other we could really just be great yeah, yeah, I remember having lots of conversations with people and they'd be like, man, Dallas could be in the next New York or L.A. And it's like, how many years have we been saying that? And we're still <laughs> yeah. not there yet because yeah. of everything that's been happening. And uh, going off of that, too, another reason why I personally think People's Revolt was a great choice was because we had that boss who would always say our ideas weren't worth it or it was like wrong for the client to do this. But then we did it ourselves and all of our clients have prospered with these ideas like they're innovative, innovative ideas. Um, And another thing during the process is I learned that even though I have, like, my degree in strategic communications and public relations, it's like everything I learned in that 
doesn't really apply to this new age. So it's like you can't just be going with this norm. You have to get creative and innovative with it because that's how you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So to kind of piggyback off a couple of things both of y'all said. You know, we had last episode we had with uh, Respect Women and Katie the singer. Uh, we had came up with a coin, a phrase, uh, everyone eat 2021. Yep. There's a lot of money and a lot of opportunity for all of us out there. Let's, you know, we come together. Let's help each other you know, make something happen. So everyone eat 2021. Don't yes. forget it. Also, I want to ask you, you know, being in the business, you know, far as, you know, I had asked the last episode we had uh, between uh, Ray and Chris. I was like, you know, was it easier to market back in the day, you know, guerrilla marketing versus today where everyone has something going on Mm -hmm. or everyone's an entertainer or influence influencer? Like how what what was the hardship of trying to do that when there's so much content that's been flooded? Like, Mm -hmm. for instance, during quarantine, we kept recording. We kept putting stuff out there during quarantine. But we noticed a lot of our stuff we would post would get flooded. Mm hmm. Or lost on people's feed because everyone was taking a shot, make a TikTok. Shout out Nate God. Yes, shout out. Shout out Nate God. Um, the push up challenge. Push up challenge. Mm-hmm. Take a shot challenge. Uh, I'm just home bored. Yeah. You know, Netflix and chilling, like mm-hmm. just posting random stuff. So like, we're you know we're trying to push hard stuff, but we don't know if people are really seeing it because everyone is posting something else. Mm-hmm. You know. So how how do y'all navigate that? and work through that mm-hmm. and is that sometimes an obstacle or is it sometimes a blessing having social media I th- oh sorry no, i think it's a little bit of both because back in the day like obviously it was a lot easier but the only thing that was tricky was it was all about who you knew mm-hmm. so if you didn't know someone you weren't getting on tv you weren't getting yourself pressed because there was like this small um like high society group who knew these contacts and that's all if you didn't know them you didn't get anything but nowadays the blessing of it is that there's so many avenues like people are starting podcasts like this and they have their own blogs and they have their own youtube channels so in a sense yes it kind of sucks that there's so many different outlets that are doing the same thing that you're doing now but look at all the opportunities that are there and that goes that goes back to what i'm saying about being innovative with it you could be one in a market that's saturated by millions of others but if you have your own thing and you're only focused on in your own lane you're gonna win yeah yeah that's kind of what we when we started this um with journey last year well the beginning of this year this year yeah Yeah. this year almost last year uh and i brought the idea up to a couple people that i knew in in the industry in the entertainment industry and things of that nature and they kind of just kind of frowned upon about the idea of us doing this or, and I got some responses that were like, well, everyone has a podcast. Well, I was like, you know what? Well, fuck you. There's a McDonald's on every corner. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a fucking, yeah. there's a billion barbers. There's a billion fucking, you know, mechanics. As long as you're good, people are going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, I said, man, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I understand. I think, I personally think it was harder back in the day because you had to have the money or you had to have the luck. You know, not anyone could do anything i feel like now opportunities are kind of endless and anyone can do truly whatever they want to do um and and i think that personally i find so much inspiration from other people and i'll be like oh i like the way they did this i want to learn how to do it or oh i like the way they did this but i would have done it this way and then i can recreate things which helps us market differently you know and again you can like share other people's work way easier than you could back in the day Mm -hmm. so i feel like now is a better time but then, and then was a harder time, in my opinion. With podcasts especially, because I don't know if you guys are looking at the statistics, but next year, podcasts are going to be, like, one of the biggest marketing mm-hmm. outlets I've, ever. 
I trust me. I do my research. Like I, because I'm trying to, you know, I got, you know, people that possibly want to invest in networks. Like I'm trying to, like I, I'm doing statistics and stuff. Like who is the highest paid? Which is Joe Rogan, got mm-hmm. target money. Like mm-hmm. good Lord Jesus. Like I, I look at who the top five podcasts are, and um, crazy, uh, crazy. Um, before I, before I digress off of that, but I gotta say thank you. We got a bunch of new listeners, like Italy. Uh, a bunch of other places they started listening to us like in different countries right now so I'm so thankful for that like that's when awesome I check, when I check my statistics it's like over oh, in this country this country I'm like wow like that's like a humbling thing like oh people that don't even know who the fuck I am really personally they're listening to my <laughs> shit and like I'm excited about it but um they're excited yeah, too well yeah, we, uh, to the people that are listening you can hear it obviously you can hear it it's not as <laughs> evident um, we are in the studios we're in gym studios and they have other um Stuff going on. It's a photography studio as well, and it's a recording they're, studio, yeah. recording studio, and then they're having the holiday pictures. So then there's there's kids taking pictures with uh, the parents and the photographers making noises and to get them to smile and stuff. So <laughs> that's what you're hearing in the background. Just just go ahead and you know just want to address that. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of lost my train of thought. What we're talking about, honestly, right now, talking about marketing. We're talking about yeah, marketing. Yeah, like, and um, the new countries that have heard us. They heard yeah. us. Um, and it's just like when you look at those statistics, you take those these different companies. Like, hey, this is what I'm pulling in. Like, you know, what do y'all want to you know bring to us or whatever. So it's podcast. I I I believe like God's timing. Mm-hmm. It can never be questioned. Mm-hmm. I think our timing for us to start the show was his time. But like I always wonder, like, what if we would have started just a little bit sooner? How much far ahead would we be in? But, yeah. but you're further ahead than everyone who's just now thinking about doing a podcast. True, that. exactly. And a lot of people are thinking about it. Yeah, so it's just like, okay. And I feel like, honestly, I'm going to try to toot my own horn. I feel like we just kind of set the standard now. For some of the things we do. Like, you don't know, hear two people doing sound effects. Mm-hmm. You don't hear people with intros. I feel like this it's equipment, like yeah. not a lot of people have mics like this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I feel like we have a. Uh, I think we're going to be standard bearers moving forward. You know, um, hopefully you'll see us on one of these networks like Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We say, hey, people's revolt was with us <laughs> back when we started. Yeah, we'll started from it. the bottom. Now we can hear. Speak it, yeah. speak speak it into grow existence. Together. Grow together. You know, saying you know, you know that. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna segue into this game. Call most likely to, and like I said at the start of the show, we had a uh, we started this, and uh, I, I didn't press record. I fucked up. That, that's my bad. That's on me. But one of the questions we had asked before was, who would drive three plus hours for a hookup? They said they said, uh, Kali was <laughs> the one actually. that would do that. <laughs> she she did that one time. <laughs> I indulged in a story of me driving four hours, and. Dipping afterwards, I was done and <laughs> driving back home. Uh, and so Rock was telling us he was headed to the colony or something. He got to tell the story. Tell, tell, tell the story. Someone now. tell the story before the game. We tell oh. the story that we're going we're to dive into the game. All right. All right. Let me let me go ahead and get this uh, restart. The thing. <laughs> I mean, how we segue to it. We're gonna paint a picture here. Let's let's paint a picture here. Okay. So <laughs> a modern Da Vinci. We were talking about how Rock. Left the club, hooked up with a girl. Well, we didn't hook. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there because we didn't hook up because she was too. Okay, so this oh, is so it never even to. happened. It never happened. <laughs> Listen, so but you were going to go make it happen, right? Oh, that was my that was mission. That was my mission. <laughs> okay, so it was one night. It was it was a long time ago, back when Lower Greenville was popping, and so that, that dates how old it was. 
And uh, so she's like, hey, come, come on with me. I'm like, cool. So we get in the car. She's drunk as shit, driving about 100 miles an hour down and it's pouring down rain. And, you know, I just thank God that we got there alive. And then, but we got to somewhere that there was like middle of nowhere. There was no businesses. There was no lights. There's nothing. There's just the apartments. There's there. So it was like one of the, I think it was in the colony was brand new or something. Somewhere around there. I can't remember. So, like I'll say, we get there. She's like going crazy. She's just acting really stupid drunk. Nothing ever happens. Then her sister shows up. And then uh, her, her boyfriend starts calling her, talking about, uh, yeah, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. So I'm getting kind of panicked, starting to panic a little bit. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. This is before the phones had maps. So I didn't know exactly where I was at. So, um, uh, so then... One this other guy comes comes I guess he's like the little weed weed guy he brings over some weed and he starts rolling up blunts for everybody and starts smoking so I'm kind of telling him hey man just say I'm with you man say I'm with you because I don't know if this guy what, what, what's gonna happen like like I said I'm in the middle of nowhere I don't know nothing so then I hear her whoever she's on the phone with talking about I'm on my way you better not be with anybody I'm on my way blah 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 so I'm like oh damn so then finally he pulls into the apartments. And then uh, I can, you know, he's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And, you know, he's walking upstairs. So then I actually get over, like, I'm actually climb over the second story. It's like it's on the second floor. And I actually, like, you know, fall down onto the ground, you know, whatever, is climb out the back, you know, the, the patio. And then, uh, and so then I, I don't know where I'm at. So I run to the, to the, um, to the uh, front uh, office to find out where I'm at. Because you can see if you can get the name of the apartments and get the address. And usually they put the address, like, somewhere around the front. Mm. Yeah. So finally I run over there. And I get the address. So my phone, so keep in mind, this is probably about like at 3, 4 in the morning. About 3 or 4 in the morning. This is before all the after-hour spots. This dude were, I'm talking about there was no ecstasy, nothing. There was no after-hour spots. So a lot of people were at home already or going to sleep or doing whatever activities other than being up and awake. <laughs> no one was awake till 5 in the time. So, so then uh, I'm literally, uh, so then I call, I call a taxi. I call a taxi. And I tell him, give him the address to, to the apartments. So he picks me up and we're getting, so, well, finally I had to run out to like the main, there wasn't a main street. It was just the, whatever street that was closest to the highway. I had to run out to it. And remember, it's pouring down rain. Yeah. It's pouring down rain. Mm-hmm. So I finally ran out to it and, he, and then he's like, all right, cool. We're getting, getting the thing. And he's like, I said, well, at the time I was living in the city, I was living in Euless at the time. Oh, wow. So because remember, I rode with that girl. I, I had my car, but I had my cousin, my cousin Flav. He took my car, and, but he went home, which was in South Arlington by the parks, wow. almost Mansfield. <laughs> Keep in mind, we're in like the colony yep. around that time. It was like an hour and a half. <laughs> yes. At like three or four in the morning. Okay. No. So I'm calling my cousin. He's not answering the phone. I'm calling him, blowing him up. You know, I'm calling everybody. I'm calling all my homies to see if anybody... Because I don't, I'm just trying, I don't want to go all the way to, because he's telling me it's going to be $107, like $100 or something, taxi ride. Yeah. I didn't have $100. I'm not broke. I'm broke at this. I'm like young. Like I'm broke. Like I'm like, I can't afford to go all the way to fucking South, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I had him. So I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? So finally, I'm calling everybody. Finally, finally, Ben's little brother, 10 answers the phone. <laughs> At like five, four or five, four in the morning. And I'm like, damn, man, hey, man, I'm stuck out here. I need some help, man. Can you, man, I can't, I can't afford no ride out to the freaking, you know, 
Uh, he's like, well, where? he's like, tell me where you're at. And I'm saying, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> he's like, well, how am I going to help you if you don't know where you're at? I'm like, man. I said, I tell the guy, I'm like, where am I? I tell the, ask the driver, I'm like, where am I at? He's like, well, can I call you? I said, well, so he finally takes me to like, we get to the toll out there. I think it was George Bush. Is that the toll that's out there? Yeah, yeah. 121. 121. So, so then I'm like, all right. So then I go, he drops me off at the 7 Eleven. At so, because I, 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 it was like 25 to 30 bucks to go to the 7 Eleven that was off the toll of 121. And then there was like a, a donut shop was right next to it. So I'm like, all right, hey, 10, meet me here. And I got the address from the, the worker. So the meeting here couldn't pick me up from this address. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll come pick you up. I'll come pick you up. Anyways, he drove way out there to come pick my ass up at the 7-Eleven in the colony. <laughs> <laughs> and he never went to the colony ever again. I never went to the colony ever again and I always have nightmares. Now <laughs> <laughs> you say the colony, I kind of already know who I think this, yeah. these people we, are. We had a conversation about uh, about this person recently do you too. still talk to this person no yeah. never <laughs> did you talk to this person after that night no oh. not that person but I left my um, jacket there at the house at that apartment I left my jacket there so then I was too scared to talk to the girl so I was, I was asking her sister because I was more closer with her sister I was like, can you come drop my jacket off at the club for me, please? <laughs> I actually think I used to talk to both of the sisters. He's talking about, if it's who I think it is, Small I think world. I talked to both of them. Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you were in that scene back in the day, like we were, like, it was easily like all of our friends have probably all become friends. Yeah. Quote, unquote. You tell your friends to get with my friends. friends, and, uh, friends. We can be friends. It was, it was a lot of that going on. But yeah, anyways, I lost my mojo on that story. That was it. That was the... I was, <laughs> so <laughs> that was, we're going to segue into this game. We're going to into this game. T- tell us what this game is called. All right. This is a game called Most Likely 2. I have a deck of cards on there with particular scenarios. So I'm going to randomly choose one of these cards. And... We're going to ask you which one of you would rather do this particular scenario. All right. Are we ready? Just turn, ready. turn the music down just a little for me, Ray. I appreciate it. Now, I was able to pick out the most juiciest questions Ooh. out of this whole <laughs> deck. As you can tell, there wasn't that many. <laughs> Time for the tea. All right. Question number one. No. That's <laughs> All right, we're going to start off with a little, little tame here. This isn't too juicy here, but which one of you would go to Taco Bell sober? Me. Yeah, Shabby. <laughs> I like Taco Shabby. Bell. You like Taco Bell? Good. It's good. I don't like Taco Bell. Oh, the Doritos tacos? Uh, I like their burrito. Uh. All right, which one of you would never text back? Holly. <laughs> Good Lord, Kylie. Hashtag ghost 2020. Ghost. Ghost, ghost, ghost. All right. Like I said, these are the most juiciest questions. Which one of you doesn't have any standards at all? I feel like we both have standards. Oh, wow, what a question. That's hard. Which one of you has less standards? <laughs> what a trap question, man. Oh, that, no, that, I, feel like <laughs> I feel like it might be shabby only because once that emotional tie is made, all the other oh, yeah. standards are out the way. You could be like a trash human, but once I'm like, oh, oh empty, we went through five, six miles of champagne. 
Hey, thank you. You're welcome. I'm about to say, like, what? All right. Which one of the two of you would dance on a table? Collie. But oh, who actually Jesus. has? Ooh. Shabby. Uh, oh. <laughs> what? Have I? We've had lots of crazy days back at our old job. <laughs> All right. Which one of you has super kinky dreams? <laughs> Hold on though it's Scorpio But it's Scorpio also the Pisces dreams. And if you guys don't know Pisces Pisces are in Fantasyland 24-7 True So really Maybe shabby. me Probably me Alright, alright, alright Which one of you would wake up with a Half of a burrito in your bed Shabby Me <laughs> I'll be like I fell asleep with this in my bed Alright Which one of you touches everyone excessively For no reason Shabby <laughs> I'd be like, hey. Shabby's a toucher, huh? I'm like, stop touching me. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's get a little juicier one. No, we already asked that one. That was the topic of our last conversation. (laughs) Which one of you has never watched porn? (laughs) (laughs) If Shabby says she has it, she's lying. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs> that one was too incriminating. All right. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good one here. Which one of you knows how to use a fax machine? I do. I've yeah, used one before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I make you feel old. <laughs> I used to have to like be, send them from my mom's. My mom works at a dentist's office. I'm like, mom, can I fax this to my school? Like my notes. Dang. I don't know how to fax for the life of me. All right. Which one do you cry when Mufasa died? Me. I also cried. Both of us. Yes. <laughs> Who didn't cry? Honestly. True, true, true. All right. This one is a really uh, explicit question. Oh, Are you ready for it? No, no. Oh, we're, ready, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. Are you ready? Yeah. We'll make this the last one? Or one more? This will be Let's the last do one. Do this for the World War. All right. Which one you probably owns a sex toy? Shabby. Oh, golly! <laughs> whoa! Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. So, let's see. Whoa. Okay, okay. She didn't deny it. All right, did here. Did Okay, so... All right. So, we're going to end this one here with a slightly... This will be the last one. How much time we have? We got enough time. <laughs> Good. Which one of you would call dibs on somebody at a party? Me, Chubby. Really oh, that's care. me. That's my man. That's my man right there. Yeah, you I'm like, not. oh, he's cute. Ooh, dibs. He's cute. Let's <laughs> yeah, a couple more. All right, all right. Which one of you would forget your wallet? Collie. Oh, this is a sensitive subject. Collie loses her wallet every three months. <laughs> so I actually forgot it. <laughs> All right. Which one of you knows more about the Kardashians than the other? Me. Kali. Okay. I've been watching them since I was 10. I binged them in quarantine, but that's the extent of Okay, okay. Uh, Ray J made that family famous. Just throwing it out there. Nice. He hit it first. <laughs> all right, all right. Shout out to my homie Ray J. <laughs> which one of you is more of a flirt? Oh, we oh. did that one. Both. 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 Which one of you... Okay, here's a spinoff. Which one of you would make out with absolutely anybody? 
shabby. What? <laughs> I vote Collie. <laughs> I vote Collie. <laughs> okay, okay. Do we want to finish this? One more, two more, how many more? A couple more, a couple more. This is fun. All right, all right. Kinda. Which Some one questions. of you should be in prison? Collie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For what? I don't know. It's not me. <laughs> All right. Which one of you could convince a stranger that you are a celebrity? Me. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. The power of persuasion. Power of persuasion. Yes, man. I'd start laughing. Which one of the two of you should really not have any kids? Collie. <laughs> Which one of you has the more resting bitch face? Collie. <laughs> God dang, Charlie. I know. We're not toxic, though. Scorpios are not toxic, guys. <laughs> Which one of y'all more likely to want to be exclusive with somebody after the first <laughs> date? Shabby. Shabby. <laughs> if she's ready, single men, hit her up. All right, all right. Okay, this one might be right up our alley, right? Which one of you has a MILF or GILF? Call both in different ways. <laughs> Shabby. Okay, okay. Okay. You mean has a milf? Yeah, like you have. It's this the question. Which one has a milf or gilf? That's I think both question. of our moms are hot. Oh, dilf. Oh, dilf. Gilf. Like, oh. What is a gilf? Yeah, I was saying like grandfather. I <laughs> Sorry, gramps. It's been a. Ooh. I'll break your hip. <laughs> Where's your life alert? You need that shit. Uh, <laughs> which one of you would be uncomfortable in a strip club? Shabby. Yeah. More uncomfortable, but she'd be comfortable. Yeah. All right, all right. I really want to go to one. Never been to one. Though. Never? You ever been no, to a strip club? Me either, yeah. Whoa. I heard the ones in Dallas are not that great, so I'm waiting to go to some place that's like... Whoa, you got to start somewhere. Why would you start... <laughs> Magic like, City. Don't. That's don't. all I'm saying. All right, we're going all right. All right. Well, let's, we're going to go to the strip club. Sponsored by Ray Ray's Podcast. <laughs> all right. We're recording live from the strip club. <laughs> Which one of you more... <laughs> Oh gosh! Come on. Which one of of y'all? Let's see. Let me the last question because this one was kind of already a spinoff. Another one. All right. Last. Question. This is the last question here. Okay, right? All right. This one is. Oh gosh. All right. Which one of y'all are more than likely to have sex in public? Shabby. I vote Collie. No, Pisces. If you know Pisces, they're down anywhere, whenever, however. Ooh. Scorpios, we got to do it in private. Thank Ooh. you. <laughs> Well, like I said, I didn't know about Zodiacs until Tyrese had Zodiac Freaks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, that concludes our game that uh, was sponsored by um, whoever wants to sponsor us. And, and you've got both of y'all won one million points each. So, yes. you won one million points. Oh, thank you. Each. Oh, my God. So, you can go ahead and take those points and do whatever you want with those imaginary points thank and you. apply them to anywhere you want. And thank you so much for joining us and most likely to. Thanks for having us. This is great. I can't wait to take my points to the mall later and be like, I have one million points. Thank you. And I'm like, uh, ma'am. All right. So let's, uh, let's dive into it here. We really want to talk about the People's Revolt, all right? So all right. let's talk about, you know, when y'all first started, you know, all the things you do, you know. Tell us what we, people should know about the People's Revolt. 
Yeah. I think we should start at the beginning then. Yeah. So we started, so like Holly said, we used to work together and then I left and for a few months I was kind of looking for a job in the same industry um, and I couldn't really find anything and we were doing a lot of freelance work too and we decided, well I decided I wanted to do it on my own. Um, and so I was like, well, I want someone to do it with me. And I called Kali and I was like, Hey, I know you have a job, but would you want to leave your job? We got to go a little further back. Oh, okay. We got to go go to what actually led us to leaving that job to start. (laughs) I Oh my God. Sorry about that. Okay. Go ahead, Kali. All right. So backtrack. Yes. Let me go back a little bit more. Then we'll get to where Shabby's talking about. Okay. So we both worked at, um, this PR firm and I worked there for about a year and a half at the time Shabby came on. Then Shabby came on and we like instantly clicked. Um, she came on as the other head, uh, what was it? Exec- account executive there. So we were both account executives there working for a little bit. And it was all great at first. But I think you kind of get that feeling when you're just meant to move on, when things just aren't going your mm. way. You're not getting paid your worth. You don't feel worthy. Um, and that led us to a lot of like depression. Um, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Like, it was bad. It was bad. It was probably the darkest point in both of our lives, especially career-wise, because this isn't a career where you go in and you work a 9-to-5. Like, you're on for, like, 24-7. If something comes up, like, you need a PR crisis right there in that moment. So... We were working, uh, this one month I remember we counted how much we actually got paid for the hours we worked, and my pay was like $2 an hour, and Shabby's was even worse. I was like 36 cents an hour. Oh my God. <laughs> but then again, the show, like, that is how passionate we are about this. Like, we don't, it's okay if we don't get paid a lot, but you know, like $2 an hour, no one can live off that. No, no one can live off that. Yeah. So after that, that's when Shabby decided it was time for her to go because, you know, the mental toll it was taking on her. It just mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't healthy in all yeah. aspects of her life because it would bleed into the friendships, the family, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean to tell Shabby's story. No, but, never. But yeah, so then she did end up leaving and I stayed on just because I still needed some sort of like income at the time. I was living with my parents at the time, so I could, mm-hmm. you know, it was fine. Yeah, I needed that income, and then Shabby had hit me up, and she's like, hey, do you want to start this? I was still working at that company at the time, still unfulfilled, still not happy, still in, like, dark days, and, of course, Shabby was learning how to get out of that, but at the same time, I believe you were trying, like, for job after job, and, like, every single job interview she went, it just didn't work out, they didn't call her back, they found somebody else, so it was almost like the universe was like, you guys need to come together and do this. So when she gave me that phone call, I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, we could be doing the same thing we're doing right now, getting paid our worth, doing things our way, like, just so much better. And so that's when we took the leap of faith. Um, We started calling our friends who also own their own businesses. Because when you're in the Dallas creative industry, I feel like you learn a lot of people who started their own businesses or Mm -hmm. who's been in this for a while. And there are really kind and genuine people out there who are willing to help. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, they were our friends. So we started having meetings with them and sitting down being like, how do we start this business from scratch? How do we get with the state? How do we form an LLC? And after that, we did it ourselves. I remember we were at a coffee shop in downtown Plano when we officially became an LLC. And it was... From there, it just went off. Yeah. Definitely. I can totally dig it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't. Like, yeah, I felt like, the, yeah, I mean, I felt like we've, I don't mean to cut you off, go ahead. No, no, no you're good, you're good, you're good. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't stress that enough. I can't stress that enough. When you stay in an environment that is not healthy or conducive to the lifestyle you want to live or being in, it's it's just it's very mm-hmm. detrimental to your character, mm-hmm. you know, your life, 
Like, it is hard. Like, if you're in a job and you hate the fuck out of it every day, are you really going to get anything done? Right. You're, you're not putting out, out your hours. best work. You're like, I can't wait till I get out mm-hmm. of this motherfucker. I can ready to go home. I'm going to mm-hmm. turn my fucking phone off. And it kind of, and, it, and it, it bleeds into your, like, your social life. Like, I don't want to do shit now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm over today. Like, yeah. I mean, I have a, I remember specifically towards the end of my time there and what really pushed me to make that final conversation of like, I'm leaving was I was at a friend's house and I just like, wasn't really being myself. And she like looked at me and she just started crying and she was like, you're not okay. Like you either quit your job or I'm going to call her and I'm going to quit it for you. Like you need to get out of there. And so that was really my wake up call that like, okay, my friends are noticing that like, I'm not being myself anymore. And these are friends I've had for years. And so when they're noticing and my parents were constantly saying something to me, it was like, okay, well, like, I have my friends at the workplace that they're like in it with me. So we're just like sticking it out together, but it's bleeding into everything else I do and everyone else I hang out with. So maybe it is time to go. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, you know, when we found about, you know, my job affirmations. Mm-hmm. And I said this before, like the affirmations is what build you up for when you deal with those hard times. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't build up your mind and your mm-hmm. spirit, you know, you're not going to be able to, you know, be battle tested. Like, like I said, the analogy of if you're like a fighter going into a fight, not training nine times out of 10, you're probably going to lose because you didn't train for it. Mm-hmm. So the affirmations and reading and things of that nature, that's training for your uh, spiritual and physical, well, not physical, your spiritual mental, and mental yeah. in life. You know, you got to, you got to keep going. Um, mm-hmm. While I'm thinking about it, what, if there been something like you've, you've read or something you saw that you applied to your life, it helped you with tough situations? There was a book that I think the book I started reading when the thoughts of leaving came in my head first were that you are a badass book, which was all about self-worth. And at that time, I had basically zero self-worth. And I think reading that book, there were a lo- you would read through the book. And if you look at my version, like every page has so much stuff highlighted because it was all just like so important to me. Um, but, yeah, I think that was my biggest thing. I don't remember exactly what if there was something I'd read and I don't remember if it was something that I heard from a friend, but it was something along the lines of the way you speak to like it goes into manifestations. You can manifest good things and you can also manifest bad things. And at the time, me and Shabby were like, we're not making money. Like, we're broke. We can't pay our bills instead of saying, you know, like we deserve better. We need to make this money. Like we weren't talking to ourselves in that manner, nor were we treating ourselves like we deserved that. So I think the biggest wake up call was, you know, just realizing self-awareness of how you are with yourself like you deserve self-love even if it's leaving and being broke for a few months staying in an environment i don't know if you guys know gary v but yeah staying yeah, in an yeah. environment i remember he's talking to this one girl who was living with her, uh, her family in a really toxic place and she was just like you know i can't afford to get an apartment on my own but it's not about like money it's about your mental and if you stay in that environment with a toxic family it's only going to ruin what's for your opportunity so yeah the hardship of having to make more money is there but what is the cost of like your own sanity and your own mental health? Mm. Mm, that's that's deep. Yeah, that's a hella deep right there. Maybe kind of just like twenty twenty man. Twenty twenty yeah. man. Yeah, we done lost so many people in twenty twenty and what a year by twenty twenty. So I, yeah, yeah twenty twenty has been tough, but I think I think the. Um, what they say? What was I saying? Like a diamond out of the rough or something? Like you, uh, you're gonna? I felt like turn cold into a diamond. You know? I felt like 
that during this during this pandemic and, and all this quarantine and this downtime, it really it really made a lot of people. It, it made or break people. Yeah. It made or break people. First of all, and that you had to you you really had to self evaluate because you had it all the time. You weren't doing you know, and really just kind of like come up with. Um, just you, you know, your brain just. I don't know. I know I'm getting so distracted. I'm about, this, my, I'm about to take my belt out there, like I whoop your kid ass. I believe whoop the kid ass, twitty twitty. Oh, you're long. But uh, but no, I just felt like, uh, and, and even like you know, I I there were times you know during the quarantine back in uh, May and June where I was like, man, I, how am I gonna how am I gonna get out of this? You know, I, even though we're in a pandemic, I you really did a lot of self evaluation, mm-hmm. and then and then. How am I going to get out of this? And uh, I don't care that we're going to a pandemic. I got to eat, you know. Like yeah. it, get, it kind of, it kind of brought. This is where it kind of made or break people, mm-hmm. you know. Some people are using this as an excuse or whatever. And I, like I was telling during this last podcast, I didn't have the, I didn't have the luxury of getting an appointment because I was locked out of the website. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, I, I've got to go. Out. I got to go find a, you know, job. I got to go do this and that. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's more than, you know, tough times is, is you know, you you'll really do self evaluation and, and motivate yourself, you know, stuff like that. But yep. yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and then and then during this, we we've, we've been able to kind of just naturally, as you mentioned, you just kind of meet other people that are like minded, mm-hmm. and you got to surround yourself around people that are that are like minded, and and you know you we we've met so many of us uh, small business owners and stuff mm-hmm. around yeah. here, so yeah, yeah. So let's uh let, let's lighten it up a little bit, all right? <laughs> lighten it up, all right? So I just introduced this segment for the first time this very last episode. Uh, we have with respect to women brand and also uh, Katie the singer. This is the second is called. Okay, so <laughs> what this segment is is I'm calling it memories. All right. Okay. So what you do is grab your phone. All right, y'all got Facebook. Yes. yes. All right. I want you to go on your Facebook, all right? Click on your memories, all right? I want you to scroll through your memories over the years on today's date. Okay. Well, was there a hot meme or something that was out that everybody was sharing? Or you have something kind of cringeworthy that you look back like, oh, my God, I can't believe I shared that. What is, like, some memories for you like one year on this ago? day? On yeah. this, or whatever years ago. Whatever. Whatever back you want to go. Whatever's going to be on that. Okay. Or a funny post or a cringy picture. Yeah. Oh, uh, in 2012, on this day, I tried a Big Mac for the first time. Wow. <laughs> so how did they go for you? <laughs> Never had one since. Wow. Um, oh, my God. Um, on this day, eight years ago today, I was really, really mad at Ed Sheeran. Because I tried to get concert tickets for the fourth time and it was sold out again. I still couldn't go. You said it was eight years ago? Mm-hmm. Wow. Has it's it been that long? I started listening to him when he broke in the UK. Oh, okay. Because he was, I don't even know. I think I like found his video on YouTube before he had songs in the US. And so like when he first came to the States, he only did private radio shows. And it was like, mm. you had to know someone to get in. Mm. And then... Yeah. When he started doing, he did like the really small shows, like the Cambridge Room, and so mm. it would instantly sell out, and I could uh, never get yeah, tickets to his yeah. shows. So you know who helped him with a lot with his career? Helped him like really get out there. You'd be surprised if you don't know Taylor Swift, <laughs> uh, Jamie Fox. He discovered yes, him. You're right. You're yeah. right. The Fox right. Jamie Fox. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm like 
the biggest Jamie Foxx fan, and so that's how I know that. Um, I was fortunate enough. I used to do promotions and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've put on quite a few parties for Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. I I hosted his um his Super Bowl party oh, 2011 cool. when the Super Bowl was here. Matter of fact, I reached out to Rock for helping with security for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Foxx is like one of the most down the earth people you mm-hmm. will probably ever meet. Like he gets the microphone, he sings during his parties. Like he's that's awesome. It, it's, it's it's a very cool. I wonder thing. what his sign is. He's December. Don't ask me. Because <laughs> you hosted the parties, duh. Yeah, I think I think his birthday is in December. Uh, you know, he's from Texas too, Taylor, mm-hmm. Texas, a little small town kid. Like, I, I was a fan. I'm like, oh man, like his, like honestly, he's one of my favorite singers. He's very talented. Mm-hmm. He's like, multi talented. He's, he's my favorite he entertainer. Like, I'm like, man, like I wanted to be Jamie Foxx as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I loved it. Like, I, I was like, I want to be fucking Jamie Foxx. Like, yeah. Like, so it was like, <clears throat> imagine like me, like you were saying when you meet your idols. Sometimes, like it's. That was one idol that was worth me. Yeah. I got to say that. I had a creative psychology class in college and we had to pick like one creative and create um, their biography, but in a way that children could interpret. And oh. so I did a children's book about the life of Ed Sheeran. And that's when I found out that Jamie Foxx was who like discovered him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. this is so cool. I, I would said, have never thought that. They said Jamie Foxx went to like black clubs. He had a little ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> They said he turned he turned it out. Yeah, and talented. What was it like 2014 when everybody probably got married to what's that one song he had? Oh, uh, Thinking God, Out Loud. Yes. Thinking Out Loud. That was probably the wedding song of yeah. Of that year. We have some memories to that, right, Colleen? Love that song. <laughs> hey, well, that, kind of, that song kinda of made me cry a little bit. I, I got to yeah, out a little bit. Too. Up a little bit yeah. yeah, I was like Got me in my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you realize your singleness, you know? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to move along, yeah? Shout <laughs> out to the single people. It's okay to be single during the holidays. Tell your family you're in a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Man, that's facts. Like that, That's something like you have to trigger your mind on. Mm-hmm. Like, there was times, like, in life, I'm not going to lie, I admit this shit. Like, I feel like a certain way about Valentine's Day when I didn't have anybody. Like, it, I hated this shit. I was like, fuck all these people who love the, the bullshit ass. I feel like it's like this is a commercial holiday anyways. <laughs> All the type of excuses I can come up with about Valentine's Day. But yeah, I mean, so it's good to love yourself. Like if you love yourself, that's all the love you need in this world. Amen. You know? mm-hmm. So that's a lot of mind battles took me to get to that point. But Are we going to keep going on our memories? Well, yeah, let's see what else you got. What else oh, you got? Okay. Uh, one year ago, we were looking for our spring 2020 internship. Um We've now gone through six rounds of interns, and it has definitely been a journey. Mm. Having interns is no joke. Mm-hmm. Since interns, are we? There's stuff y'all can do for Ray Ray's podcast. <laughs> Did we surprised, though. A lot of people want to learn a lot of things, you know, even about podcasts. I've, I've helped a decent amount of people get started. So, point them in the right direction of, like, how to, you know, distribute your stuff and, like, how to... Like I said... I think we've, and I said this before I didn't record it, but uh, I think we, we've kind of set the standard. And now, like, when you look at our podcast, we make a flyer for each episode. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go on Spotify, you look at the episode, there's a different cover art. Like, I love that. Yeah, I saw Nate's one. I was like, that's fire. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's a... Uh, you liked it? Yes. Very yeah. professional. You know, some people <laughs> like to do this, but they don't know, like, every aspect of it, you know? 
And branding is a, a big, big, big part about owning anything. And mm-hmm. you know who does this? It's a two-man group that do this. It's us two. That's awesome. Everything, amazing. everything from production, post-production, yeah. you know, marketing. It's a two. It's a two-man per- operation. Just imagine. Yeah, he does pretty much all the editing. I make the flyer, and then he proofreads everything because I misspell everything. <laughs> everything. 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 I misspell. Even podcasts. <laughs> you wear every hat, every we, hat in the box. Yeah, no, but it's us too. That's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I really appreciate you, uh, you know, it, it means a lot for you to like the flyer. Yeah. Because yeah. no, sure. it, t- it took me a, a minute. We know graphic design is no easy thing. It's oh, not. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get yeah. in there. I was like, man, like, this is fucking. Like, <laughs> but to pull an office space on my computer. Y'all get that reference, right? No, they don't. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Go watch <laughs> off- Google Office Space. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Basically, what it is, they took computers and took bats. Like, fuck. Beat the oh, shit out okay. of the computers. Oh, thank you for explaining that. There we go. <laughs> Man, God, I feel old as hell. Like, <laughs> like yesterday, I went out last night, and like, I'm not a violent person or like a confrontational person, but there's like so many people I just want to knock the fuck <laughs> out. I can't go out with younger people. Like, I feel like that old guy that. <laughs> Who needs to hang up his club clothes? Like, you need to retire your club hat. You're retired. I need to retire my jersey. But like, I went to the star, which I normally do. Went to a comic table. And I'm Love just that like, place. I'm like, oh my God. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, you kids are just like fucking acting ape shit. I feel like somebody's daddy in there. Like, no. Like, people are having a confrontation. I'm saying, like, if you little motherfuckers hit me, I'm going to vote you motherfuckers out. Just so you know that. People doing coke on the table over here, oh. just out in public. I'm like, y'all just don't give a fuck, do y'all? The Gen Z generation? Man, like, like I was like, you at least go to the bathroom and do the coke. <laughs> no. That's a whole other conversation. Right on the table. And it's just like, I was like, like, and I was with some friends. I was like, we need to get out of here. And we're all 30 plus, if not older. I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> now. Yeah. Like, now. I'm like, my patient is like. Where and then? Just shot. But yeah, but I like going to the star. You know, it's close to me because I live up north. Mm-hmm. I like being in that part of town. But like, after a certain time, I was like, all right, it's time to leave. Because normally we go to D Lincoln's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. That's, that's normally where we go. Mm-hmm. Chill out there. My buddies, they own the sushi place called Sushi Marquee. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Love, yeah. We steady stay at the Ascension over there. So if everybody goes to Sushi Marquee, let me know. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll get hooked up for y'all. Thank you. Uh, we do that. Our buddy Rico owns a common table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not common table. I'm sorry. Uh, he owns concrete at all the uh-huh. clubs. So we sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we're there at concrete. But even then, I'm like, man, this is this is too much. Mm-hmm. And like, I honestly, like, I like going out. But like now, I'm very conservative. Like, COVID ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. COVID is not a joke. So like, if it gets overpopulated, I was like, yeah, I gotta go, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I gotta, I feel like I'm taking precautions and everything still, but like, I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. I feel that. It's scary. Gotta yeah. go, just, because I care about other people. So I'm not gonna put myself at risk for the people mm-hmm. I care about just having Definitely. a good time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not trying to fuck my money up where I can't go to work. Yep. Facts. <laughs> Hard facts. Because I got COVID, all right? So let's take a thing. We, we talked about you know, you told us about the beginning of, you know, the company. Talk to me about some of the challenges. Uh, also, if you want to talk about, you know, some of the people y'all represent. And also, then we're going to finish it up. Let's wrap it up. Talk about, like, what are the goals 
for people's revolt. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we can start with some clients we represent. We because we have a client that just dropped a single. Yes. Literally Desmond on Friday. Walker. Who? He dropped Desmond Walker. He's okay. new to the scene. Um, he's an R and B soul artist. Okay. Um, I'm gonna send you his music because okay. it's amazing. But he just right. dropped "Move On." Um, it was about a relationship he was in that was really unfulfilling, but he didn't know how to get out of it because they had a kid together. Um, so it's very, very hard. That's filled. an episode in itself. <laughs> that is an episode in itself. Very heartfelt, mm-hmm. but um, it's on streaming platforms right now. So we're working on his campaign. Yeah. Um, some other clients we currently have. Um, we have a lot of small businesses. So one of the places we have is actually a car dealership. It's called Palomino Motors. So they do um, all sorts of cars. Uh, yeah. I know. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> have you heard of them? No, I, I've. This is a different story. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll so talk to you later. Uh, they have um, luxury cars, non-luxury cars, kind of a little bit of everything. Um, we mostly do social media right now because, you know, after the pandemic happened, a lot of people realized the importance of having a digital yeah. footprint. Mm-hmm. So that's mainly where our services lay right now. So we're helping a lot of people, you know, get with their branding, start boosting their services mm-hmm. online. And a lot of our clients, you'd be surprised, are more so above the millennial age. So they're not, you know, in tune with social media and how to work that. So we've been helping them out with that. And it's been super beneficial. You know, it's a space that not a lot of older people were. I would say most of the money within businesses like this lie, really know what to do because they relied more on word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's just a different day nowadays. So we've been helping a lot of a lot of brands do that. This kid is going through it out here, man. This kid is he's going. Dinosaur out there. Well, I regret. <laughs> man, um that's that's a good thing about doing stuff live right here. So, you know, like, it's, I, I love it. I dig it, whatever. You hear um, it all. Hey, if y'all ever want to send any clients with more exposure, send the Ray Ray's podcast. We'd we love to, yeah. Sure. Let's sure. let's let's get like some some partnership or something going on. Yes. We make, we make some, what's happening? What's popping? Like yeah. Jack Harlow. Yeah, that's <laughs> his name, right? Jack Harlow. Yeah, it is. What's popping? Yeah. What's happening? Okay, popping? so you got you talked about your clients. Yeah. Also, shout out to Nate God. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Nate. We just finished up his campaign for Make a Shot, Make a TikTok. I don't know if you saw, but Wiz Khalifa just did it the other day. Yeah, so I saw that. I saw back that up and running. Actually. Yeah, back up and running again. But he's been in the studio working on a lot of music. Um, we're just looking for more creative clients this year. You know, obviously we did the small business route just because that's where a lot of the income um, is. And, you know, in order to get more opportunities, you have to have the money in order to do so. But we're wanting to do a lot more creatives this year. So mm-hmm. singers. Yeah. So fashion designers. Yeah, yeah. That's really her goal for 2021 is to get, you know, anything in the creative industry we'd love to work with. Well, I got some people I'm going to send your way. Uh, is it just you two ladies? Do I have a crew behind y'all? What's up? How's, how's it? Yes, it is the two of us. We have one super part-time employee that helps us with our blog that we have. It's called This Is Uproar. Um, and then we have a team of interns that rotate out every semester. But we're thinking about starting next semester without interns, kind of just like bring it back in and looking at getting some employees potentially and what that would look like for us. Yeah. Yes, but it's definitely not just us. We definitely have a lot of people who help us out along the way. Yeah, for sure. Collaboration, you know. You say I have a really big support system? Oh, absolutely, yes. yeah. Yes, that was one of the biggest things that came out of the job that we worked at before was definitely all the relationships that we made, mm-hmm. um, the friendships that we made. We met a lot, a lot of cool people while we were there. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's talk about some of the goals, you know. You know, well, well, let's talk about some obstacles probably you yes. feel like you're having. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about some goals after that. 
obstacles. Are we going to make it 2020 related or just like throughout this whole... Throughout the whole year. Yeah. Let's do it, yeah. Um, I would say one of the biggest obstacles is... um, Kind of after that hype, when you get your business up and running, like who's really there after that hype kind of dies down? Because when we first started this thing, we had a, a lot of people on our backs, a lot of people supporting us, sharing our stuff, telling people about our services. But it was like after a few months of being a company, it just kind of and you mm-hmm. saw who was actually there and who wasn't. And it's just like to think that you had all the support that was all of a sudden gone. It just kind of hurts a little bit. Obviously, like the fact that we have two of us together is a lot better than having one. Mm-hmm. But it still hurts. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was probably our biggest obstacle. And then I think obviously COVID was an obstacle because we had all these events that we were wanting to do PR for for this year. And then events were forced to be canceled. And I think we were both super excited about that. You know, we love working events. We love being completely hands on for events outside of just PR. Um, and so losing that kind of stuff. And I would say one other thing, too, is how young we are Mm -hmm. and the way people look at us because of how young we are. We started this when I was 22 and Shabby was... 25 25 oh, wow. so it was like wow these people who are young they don't really know what they're doing but it's like you kind of have to put us young people in those places to figure out like how can you get innovative what new ideas are there out there because we were born in a different de- generation than our old bosses were than our old teammates were you know so it's like you got to give us a chance yeah it's like seek or swim yeah basically yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of clients before we took it on, and they were kind of doubtful, you know, like, can you actually handle this? Can you do this? And mm-hmm. we'd be like, yes. Like, we wouldn't be here if we didn't feel, like, that confident in what we're doing. Like, we're passionate people. We have experience. We're women. Yeah. <laughs> Minorities. <laughs> well, I'm going to kid ass. You want me to say something? I'll be back. No, no, no. This is the, the be the kid ass segment of the show. Marie goes meet some kids. Oh, fuck out, bro. Hey, so if y'all hear that stuff in the background, we apologize. Like I said, we do this stuff live here in the studio. Hey, it's raw. It's cool, but... Gives it a little flavor. Give it a little yeah. flavor. <laughs> you can't scream in the background. So, was there anyone that either A, motivated you or was it inspiration to either one of you ladies? When we first started... Um, obviously I think our friends and family were a huge motivation for us, but, um, I think specifically of two brands that I remember us like sitting down and having conversations with. And one was a brand called artist uprising at the time it was led by two women and they're all about abolishing starving artistry. And we had worked with them outside of our previous job. So it was another job that we had that we worked at together. Um, So when we were wanting to start this and launch it, they really like showed us the ropes of like what it would look like and ensured that they would support us. And to this day, they still do like they work with us on a lot of things still. So that was really great. And then there was another company called Cinderblock. They did um, live music sessions and they also like sat. I remember going to brunch with the president of that company and being like, all right, so we need to know everything, like everything, you know, just tell us everything. We want to know it for like the worst parts, the best parts, the things that we you don't think about starting a business. Um, so I think those two companies really helped us start People's Revolt on the right track. For sure. Yeah. All right. So what is the plan moving forward for People's Revolt? Like, what, what, what do you what, where do you see yourself? Let, let's do this five years from now. Where do we see People's Revolt? I see People's Revolt being like a multimedia company. I think it's going to be more than just People's Revolt and social media. I mean, we're learning how to do SEO, that kind of thing, get into more website digging. But I also think it's diving into other 
areas too like we want to create merch we want to design clothes we want to start doing tiktoks and have an influence on there and you know we have that blog uproar so it's like there's just so many different assets that i want people's revolt to be Mm -hmm. but overall definitely like still this marketing thing we just hired a business coach um for next year so definitely trying to figure out what other avenues we can take this business into because i feel like there's this point in business where like everything's so good it's so good but then you get to like a stagnant part and you're just like kind of there doing the same thing every single day and that's not something that we enjoy doing we like coming to work with excitement and like Mm -hmm. passion so we're trying to figure out how to feel that again 2020 was definitely a blessed year from up for us because we didn't lose that many clients we actually gained a lot more clients and fun fact shameless plug at the beginning we actually got into forbes um for hey for how our business was doing as (laughs) thank you a round of applause for this (laughs) yes she said forbes damn thank you but yes we got we got into that based on how you know they were doing a lot of articles on how businesses were doing in covid and we actually were one of the few who didn't have anything really negative to say about how covid impacted us obviously we didn't mm-hmm. do the same amount of business and sales we did last year but the fact that we're still able to be afloat and whatnot you know it's a blessing it's yeah a blessing. agreed okay so those are the goals. Do you have any? Um, I think she covered it. Just overall growth and, you know, having like a team, having actual employees and on payroll and, you know, yeah. I think that'd be great. Taking it outside of Texas, being able to work mm-hmm. from wherever. Okay. So before we wrap this up, I want you to, well, we always like to end this with something positive. If you had, if someone had to came to Kali and Shabby, hey, I want to be a publicist. I want to start my own company. What advice would you give people? I think my advice would be that you just got to like keep pushing through it, even through like hardships or people doubting you. Cause I know that it can become a lot when people are always like, well, can you handle it? Do you think you can do it? Or you work a lot. I think you should cut back it. It like eventually over time, it kind of grows on you and you're just like, I can't handle it anymore, but just keep going. Cause eventually it works out and if you're doing something you're passionate about everything happens for a reason and you'll see success going away off of shabby i have two things um what shabby said basically i feel like is what i'm about to say about like consistency like um my favorite quote is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard so just keep going at it and even if you feel like you're not winning and other people are winning faster than you just keep going at it longevity is the real game um, and the second thing is sacrifice. When you're in this kind of industry, you have to sacrifice time with friends. You have to sacrifice time with family, depending on how much you really want it. Mm. Uh, you can go at your own pace, but if you really, really want it, there's just a lot of sacrifice you have to go through to be successful. Yeah, I was saying it's like uh, if you're consistent, you'll. I'm saying if you're persistent, you'll get it. If you're consistent, you'll keep it. Mm-hmm. So that's something I kind of live by. Sometimes you can't use them in relationships, though, because they're what you get to persistent sometimes. Which I learned that shit the hard way. But uh, I like to say uh, persistency is the only thing that can cut a rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And this is one of the things, too, is like, yeah. you never know. You got to shoot for the stars. Like, honestly, like, you never know. The worst thing someone can tell you is no. Right. So, like, with this podcast thing, I'm asking any and everyone, I think, hey, can I interview you? Mark Cuban, what do you want to show? I'm asking. You may say no. I shit. emailed him before. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna keep hitting these people up right. because you never know. One day you they never might know. say Someone's yes. like, you know what? I like what you guys are doing. Fuck it. No, 
I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So you never know. So people don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to start something new. Because yeah. you can't live in fear. Amen. And that's one of the things about 2020. 2020 may have been a bad year you know, for some people, but I say, hey, it, it was a great year for me because I started mm-hmm. we, we started this in 2020. And to get through the shit we went through and you know the challenges of trying to do a show in 2020, like it's hey. I'm thankful for the, the learning, you know, you know, experience and the advice. So I know next year we could take everything we've done this year, you know, start next year and, you know, make make some shit happen into it, you know. 2020 was the year of vision. Yep. It, it, was, it was a year of vision. We saw a lot of shit. <laughs> yep. It was a lot of shit. So, but ladies, thank y'all so much. Thanks for having yes, us. Thank you. If there's anything out there you could tell to someone right now do you think would change someone's life, what would it be? Um, the hard times always pay off I would say just perspective is everything Um, try to get out of your mind from because everyone thinks based off of their own experiences so just try to like get out of that and unlearn the things you've learned and grow okay that's that's boy yeah, that's a good one. All right. So, ladies, let's let's tell, what people what can people find y'all at? Say, for instance, someone they want to follow y'all, they interested, you know, and y'all, you know, working with y'all. Where can they find you, ladies? At it's www.peoples-revolt.com. That's on, peoples plural. Yes, and then we're on Instagram as at peoples revolt. Also, that on Facebook, and then on Twitter, we are peoples underscore underscore revolt. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find us on Pinterest yes. and LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we got that. So if you, y'all listen to that, y'all need y'all need, y'all need some, some publicists. Y'all, y'all need some social media content. Hit these ladies up. You know we got saying? you. Yep. We'll make sure they're tagged and everything. We'll, we'll get everything posted or whatever. So uh, you know, again, thank y'all for taking your time out today. Uh, <laughs> technically, we did like two episodes. <laughs> With y'all, but hey. Thank you for having us. This was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, y'all come back again. We'd love to come back whenever yeah, you have us. Yeah. So we have this thing. Once you come on Ray Ray's podcast show, you're you consider family to the show. So we love hopefully that. look forward to seeing y'all come back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rock, what you guys say over there? Uh, what do I, I don't gotta like say? that answer. <laughs> He's upset. He's out of water. Right. Still. Oh yes. Um. Yeah. I'm in denial still. Uh, <laughs> uh, that I've I've could have swore I'm a water sign, but I, <laughs> whatever. Um. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. And, and, happy uh, holidays. Happy Please holidays. Navidad. Please Navidad. Stuff, you know? yes, happy Shalom. Holidays. And Hanukkah. All that. So yeah. Thank you for everyone that listened to us. You know, follow us. Uh. We got a series we're about to start doing at the beginning of the year. It's going to be a three-part series, Men versus Women. Ooh. We're going to look out for that. It's going to be... Oh, yes. Some of the questions and stuff and some of the things we're going to... Yes. It's going to be it's, it's gonna be very interesting. So, the top of the year. Yeah, 2021 is going to be fun. Yeah. 2021 is going to be fun. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? This is your boy, Ray. And uh, Swagoo, swipe left. With... Ray. Collie like cauliflower and shabby like not too shabby from People's Revolt. And this has been Ray Ray's podcast. Uh, Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. We we see you around the way.
Gem Studios.